you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Throws to the back of the end zone, and it is caught! One-handed grab! Touchdown, Devin Duvernay! Reaching up and grabbing, Mike Kosecki with a Dolphin touchdown! Looking for Hollywood Brown, end zone, touchdown! Hollywood Brown! Oh, what a throw and catch! What a great play by Xavier Howard. And throwing, got Waddle on the slot, touchdown Miami. Fires, touchdown! Mark Andrews! Tua keeps a touchdown by Andy! Lamar Jackson, he'll keep it on the read option, and he flips in for the touchdown! We'll see lots of touchdowns tonight, I'm sure, in an AFC showdown. It's game day, Thursday Night Football tonight. Ravens going to Miami to take on the Dolphins tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern on NFL Network, on Fox, and streaming on Prime Video. Welcome to our show, to our breakfast table. GMFE presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. Myself, Kay Adams, on this November 11th, alongside Peter Schrager and Kyle Brandt, and a seven-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro Center for the Jets right here in New York City. Lots of O-line talk with our buddy, Nick Mango. What up, Nick? You. Nick. Seven Pro Bowls? Seven of them. Do you make Tri- the trip, Hawaii? Tri- of course. You love it? Every time I could. Every time. Every time I could. Beautiful. More fun, the pool scene or the actual game when you go to those? Oh, oh the pool scene. I mean, yeah. you get to hang out with the NFL's royalty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like, me and Peyton Manning just kind of hang Bud out. Bud Light Seltzer is just. Bud Light Seltzer is just. Yeah. yeah. Strong. Now you got to hang out with us three. <laughs> uh, How the mighty have fallen. Yeah. Yeah. It's time for the lead block. Time for the lead block. Cameron Wolf, who we love, is down in Miami, which we also love. Cameron, we are just hours away now from Thursday Night Action on NFL Network. Do we need to keep our eyes on any injuries tonight? All of these uh, these promo reads that they give me, and I'm looking at the scripts, and it's all Tua versus Lamar. Is it? <laughs> okay, we'll find out in about 
maybe six or seven hours, two and a half to three hours before the game. Tua will have an official workout here in the field behind me to see how that fractured middle finger is. I've been told the expectation is that Jacoby Brissett will be the starter for the Dolphins tonight, but they're leaving open the door for Tua to surprise them a bit. Look, Tua wants to play. Heck, we want him to play. It's a more interesting story. I think that if he's healthy, it's a better game. But they're really watching what the grip is in his fingers. Uh, really, the discomfort is not a pain issue for him. It's the ability to throw the ball and really have ball security. That quarterback center exchange is difficult with that middle finger. But if you're telling me there's a chance, there is a chance. They're going to give him a shot um, and see how he can do in the pregame workout. If not, it'll be Jacoby Brissett. Two other injuries to watch, and fantasy football owners pay attention. Sammy Watkins, the Ravens receiver, uh, is expected to be back, though he's questionable. He's missed the last three games with a thigh injury. I'm interested to see how the Ravens divvy up those snaps between him and Rashad Bateman. And Latavius Murray, not expected to play. So another week of Devontae Freeman and Le'Veon Bell in the backfield for the Ravens. You're all over it, Cameron. We, we were hoping for a different report here in the third hour. We thought there might be a Tua update. All of a sudden, it feels better. I know you want it. We want it. There's still time. We're still holding out hope. In the meantime, on the other side, so we remember the Ravens lost their top two running backs before the season even started. It was decimating. It felt that way anyway. So how do they still lead the league in rushing yards per game? Kyle, there's not a lot you can count on in an NFL year-to-year being consistent, but the Ravens having a great running attack is definitely one of them. It starts with Lamar Jackson, right? They're 10-0 this year when he rushes for 100-plus yards like he did last week against the Vikings. He's actually on pace to break his own single-season rushing record for a quarterback this year. And what's really impressive has been what they've done in the backfield. You mentioned it. They lost J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards before the season started. They've been banged up on that offensive line. But GM Eric DaCosta went aggressive, got a couple of those veteran running backs in Latavius Murray and Devontae Freeman, Le'Veon Bell, and it's worked out well so far. And Bell said this week he really appreciated that the Ravens didn't put a lot on his plate early on, and he's finally getting his full legs under him. And we saw that last week. Him and Freeman balled out. They had 127 yards, over five yards a carry, and the Ravens are really happy with where they are as a duo going forward. If the Ravens lead the league in rushing again, it'd be three straight years. That hasn't been done since the Michael Vick and Warwick Dunn era, and uh, the Ravens are well on their way to do it. Well, we hope they do it tonight. Cameron, you're in that beautiful stadium. There is no one around you. We're going to do Throwdown Thursday. I scream it here in studio. I need you to scream it with me there on that field, okay? On the count of three. Just scream Throwdown Thursday. Are you ready? Got you. One, two, three. Throwdown! Throwdown Thursday! Great job. That had to feel good, right? Just to scream at the top of your lungs. Uh, let's That's stick with Thursday ball. night action. Both the Ravens and Dolphins will be coming to a crossroads with their quarterbacks this offseason. Two very different situations. What is the bigger upcoming decision? The Lamar Jackson mm. looming extension for Baltimore or Tua Tunga Vailoa's future in South Beach? Uh, this is called Offseason Good Morning Football, where we'll be digging deep into both of these. I think the bigger decision is Tua, because I think now Lamar, it's almost a formality. They're going to extend him. Mm -hmm. After the season he's having this year, after what he's doing, I don't think there's any more questions about whether the Ravens' future involves Lamar. 
Tua, I don't know. Talk about Look, it. We know that they flirted with the idea of Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. They had conversations with the Texans. There were terms even discussed when those two teams spoke. They backed away. They didn't feel comfortable with the Watson situation. Understandable. It doesn't. It's not a huge, uh, I guess, resounding uh, vote of confidence for Tua. And I know there are a lot of Tua fans in that Dolphins fan base saying, who would thrive in this situation? Who would play well in the situation? It's true. Bottom line is you got to be on the field. And you got to show some signs of improvement before the season's over, or those questions are going to be natural. Dolphins have a lot of needs. The draft is 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 already on people's minds with the, where they're going to be picking. But I would say uh, the the Tua situation as a whole, not necessarily his future with the team. He might be the backup. He might be the starter. I don't know. But gosh, Tua is such a question mark every day on our show. Just wait till the offseason. Offseason is going to be real for him. And I, I agree with you. I think the Lamar Jackson. Uh, contract extension is going to be um, not when mm-hmm. or if, it's just going to be how much. And so I think the bigger question for Tua um, is what's going to happen from here through the questions? Like, there's going to be time where you're like, well, do we, can we get Aaron Rodgers? Can we get Deshaun Watson? Um, are, we, are we able to find somebody in the draft that we like better? Or is Tua our best option? I don't know. And that's the thing that like the GM for the the Miami Dolphins is going to have to struggle with because that is such a huge question mark. And unless you see a marked improvement after this finger injury, the, you're still going to go in the offseason with questions. And when you come in with questions, that means they're going to look elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And then there's, it's going to be swirling. Rogers, and, then, all of it. and then it just keeps going and it's a spiral. That's why yes. he has to get out yeah. there tonight. It's crazy. I, I would hope so. But it, I, I'm not on the same page. There's, what's interesting about the Lamar thing is the nine figures that come with it and how much they're going to be. That's about it. It's going to happen. The Tua thing is wild. I mean, it really is. And, Peter, I think we can't undersell this. You can't oversell it. The Dolphins inquired actively about Deshaun Watson and then came back and said, we believe in Tua. Like, no, you don't. That is, can you imagine dealing with that? You, he was psychologically castrated by his own team. Like, I don't know how you perform as an athlete in that when that happened. I, it's just, it's profound. And even if, I, personally, I believe that if Deshaun Watson's name is cleared somehow, he will be the Dolphins' starting quarterback at some point. I really believe, I think he wants it. I think they want it. So you got to go out there and win games in a terrible team like this? Like, I, I sympathize, but at the same time, like, he hasn't made himself undeniable. He hasn't made them. That whole thing about we're checking in with Watson, but we believe in Tua, we're doing our due diligence. No, because the Bengals aren't checking in about Deshaun Watson. They believe in their young quarterback. The Chargers aren't checking in with Deshaun Watson. They don't believe in him. My question is, if they don't get Deshaun Watson, if he has nothing to do with it, still is Tua their quarterback oh, next year? Like, the list of quarterbacks who were top 10 picks who got two years and that's it, I don't even know if it exists. Like, Jamarcus Russell got three years. It, there's just, it doesn't happen. And yet, it might here. And it's such a negative story, and I hope it turns out completely wrong. But the Tua thing is, not just this year, almost in the last 50 years, you haven't seen something spin the drain this quickly. That's well said. Add Jim if you with your thoughts here on Throwdown Thursday. Finally, let's talk some Hall of Fame. All right. Okay. Who's the more iconic in the city of Miami? Ed Reed and Ray Lewis, a combo, guys. Two Ravens legends that had historic careers, of course, at the U, the University of Miami. Or Hall of Fame Dolphins quarterback, oh, just awesome. one, Dan Marino. Throwdown Thursday, KB. This is fun. We don't get a lot of two versus two one. Versus but one. I like the way we did this. And I'm just going to put myself in Miami, and I'm walking down the middle of the street. I don't know, because I'm drunk. And on the left <laughs> is Marino. Okay. And on the right is Ed and Ray. And I'm like, who, who do I want to go talk to? Who do I want? 
I'm going over to the Canes. I, I'm going over to the Canes. Dan is great. He's an icon, but like, I watch these dudes. I, I, I was a little young for Marino. Mangold, I know you love some college football, maybe more than anybody. Is this not firing you up, or would you go over to the Marino side of the street? It is firing up. What's really firing me up is the size of Ray's shoulder. <laughs> that was illegal. <laughs> Those things are huge. Um, and so I played with Ed Reed, and he is Mr. Cool. Like He is unbelievable. But for me, Miami... It's Dan Marino. Okay. okay. Like, All right. I mean, that's fair. I mean, you said the statue in the city. It is a statue. Like, it's just, I think when you think of it, Miami is Dan. Like, yeah, you can't go any other way. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. <laughs> I'm going Ed I said you can't. I'm going Ed Ray. I love Marino. Marino's never played for another team. Marino's the, maybe the greatest arm in NFL history. Mm-hmm. He's Dan Marino. We get it. Everything. Ed Reed and Ray Lewis, that's the you. Like, that's the you. That is something special. That is something cool. That is something. I've got a friend who's a diehard Miami fan. These guys, when they both ended up on the Ravens, it was like, I'm a Ravens fan. Sure. Like, that's it. Both of them were not top 10 picks. Both of them came in at the end of the first round for the Ravens in separate years. Obviously, Ray uh, preceded Ed, and both of them were defensive Mm. player of the years and great Super Bowl champions for the Ravens. But to me, Miami football, I don't think Dolphins. I think Canes. Mm-hmm. And whether it was Jimmy Johnson or Larry Coker or Dennis Erickson or whoever, mm-hmm. I think in this era of football, mm-hmm. going Ed and Ray. Mm-hmm. Ed and Ray versus Dan Marino. Let us know how you guys feel at Jimmy Fee. Tom Pelissero is going to join us right now as we are all on Odell Beckham Jr. Watch. We wait with bated breath to see where the uh, wide receiver lends up. What's the latest? Who's in the running? And I just need a timeline to wrap my head around. What's How long is this going to go on? It may be going on a little bit longer, Kay. There is strong interest from multiple teams in Odell Beckham Jr., but it doesn't sound like he is close to a decision just yet. Our Ian Rappaport and Kim Jones reported on Wednesday night that Odell plans to take some time to decide on his next team, and that decision may still be a few days away. Obviously, that would mean that Odell probably is not going to be making his debut in a new uniform this weekend in Week 10. So who is interested? It's a lot of the teams that we have been talking about. The Packers, the Saints, the Chiefs, the Seahawks, the Patriots. Most of those teams also are tight against the salary cap. So don't be surprised if Odell ends up signing for a lot closer to the veteran minimum than the $7.25 million he would have been due if he had been claimed off waivers. Okay. Prove it year, shortened season with a contender. I can see it. Thanks so much, uh, Tom Pelissero. I'll also ask you about Dalvin Cook, who addressed the media yesterday. He's been accused of assault, uh, of other very serious charges. So what's the latest there? Okay, the NFL says it is monitoring developments and will review the situation under the personal conduct policy. But as of now, the status has not changed of Vikings running back Dalvin Cook, who spoke with reporters on Wednesday and said he will play on Sunday against the Chargers. A woman who who had a relationship with Cook alleged in a civil lawsuit filed on Tuesday that Cook assaulted her at his Minnesota home back in November of 2020. Cook, through his attorney, acknowledges that there was an altercation, but claims that the woman unlawfully entered Cook's home and that he acted in self-defense. Now, because this is a civil matter, not a criminal matter, Cook, as of now, does not meet the criteria for going on the commissioner's exempt list, a.k.a. paid leave. That would only change if he is charged with a felony, if he is charged with a crime of violence, or if an initial investigation leads the commissioner to believe that Cook may have committed one of those acts. Okay. 
Appreciate the update there. It's Gracelyn Trimble, the name of the woman that we're talking about. Thanks. We'll be tracking this story all day long on NFL Network. Time for something we call Quick Snap, presented by Microsoft Windows 11. We have a lot of exciting matchups in Week 9. Here's how it's going to work. I'll give you guys a question. Use your Microsoft Surfaces, which looks so tiny in front of Nick. It does. It's so It's funny. like Zoolander's phone. Uh, show us the two <laughs> players that you're going with as your answer and tell us why it makes sense. Okay, here we go. Week 10, a lot of great matchups on the field. Which pair of players, coaches, or team units are you lo- most looking forward to seeing Face off this week. Do you know there's a lot of good matchups this week, Drake? Oh, there are. There's a bunch. I'm going to give you one that I think is going to be talked about by both teams' fans. Uh, it's Shanahan McVay Bowl, part Love one. Awesome. Again, go. here we go. go. If you know the story, Kyle Shanahan right now is 32 and 40 as a head coach, and there are people chirping in the Bay saying, All right, you take out that one Super Bowl season. What is going on with this? Era. And then there's other folks saying, all right, but he owns McVay. And he does. They beat the Rams a lot. Seems like Kyle Shanahan, who was McVay's boss when yeah. they were in Washington together, has some sort of edge over McVay when it comes to these games. Even when the Rams have better seasons overall, uh-huh. the 49ers still manage to beat them. I think this is a showdown. It's Monday night football. Mm. I'm excited for this. It's the last game of the week in both teams, especially the Rams coming off that weird looking uh, kind of hapless against the Titans. They need one just as bad as the 49ers, who have not won a home game in eight straight contests. Yeah. Five in their building, three in Arizona, what? but eight mm-hmm. straight eight games straight. at home. Yeah. The 49ers have not won. Hey, someone's got to win. Someone's got to lose. Right. So let's go. You can't just say, take away the Super Bowl season. I hate when I they do that. that. You can take that away. That's an incredible accomplishment. What do you got? It's a real thing. All right, so here I'm going with the... Uh, Browns O-line versus the Patriots D-line. I think it's going to be a great matchup. Uh, The Browns offensive line is running the ball like no one's business. They're dominating right now. They have my guy, Bill Callahan, as their offensive line coach. He's coming up with schemes. They've been injured a little bit, and they've still plugged and played. They keep dominating. The Patriots run defense is at the bottom of the league. And so I think that's going to be a big key to this game. I think it's also going to be something fun to watch because I like the big guys up front. Um, and I want to see them dominate against a team that I just don't like. Mm-hmm. You don't like the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you hate the Dolphins and you don't like the Patriots. You hate them both. We're trying to keep track of this. Yes. Uh, so far, we're you're right on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Buffalo, you're next. I'm going with these two. I'm going with these two. These are the Titans wide receivers and the Saints DBs. Love it. Chirp, 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 chirp. Uh, AJ was into it with Jalen last week. These Saints guys are always into it. And here's why I like it. I feel like the Saints defense, the secondary in particular, feels like they need to play their best football right now because of their quarterback situation. The Titans wide receivers feel like they need to play their best football right now because of the Derrick Henry situation. There is a, an urgency for both of these groups. There's a lot of energy for both of these groups. And I still don't think we have seen the true Julio Jones coming out party as a Titan. This is a great matchup. A lot of stuff after the whistle. Don't taunt, but a lot of stuff after the whistle. I'm into it. We got a feisty one on that same There, defense. feisty is a good word a for it. A real live wire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, stick with me on this one, ready? This is <laughs> this is so random. All right, take your time with it. 271 years ago today. Mm-hmm. So just think back what you were doing 271 sure. years ago mm-hmm. today. The Flat Hat Club, or FHC Society as they call it, was founded at the College of William and Mary. It was the first recorded collegiate secret society. It was mm. a precursor to what we now call fraternities. Mm. I liked so random. Oh. Which pair, I just really wanted everyone out there to know that today. Cool. Which pair of players or coaches would you most want to pledge a fraternity with, Peter? <laughs> 
it's a, it's it's a, a great question. question. Flat natural natural segue. Society. We had to talk about it today. The 271st. Yeah. That's it. They were before skulls, even all that yeah, like secret societies. Um, give me these two big boys. Give me Vita Vea and Indomitian Sue. I would love to go anywhere with these guys, but if you remember back to your college days, or if you're in college now, or if you're an aspiring college student, fraternities. A lot of them like to talk that trash to the other fraternities. Oh yeah, sure. And sometimes there were guys who looked like me or a little smaller than me who would like to talk that trash. There was always two guys like this. That, yeah. Yeah, but I, I'm with my guys over here. <laughs> so uh, yeah, here we are. Um, this is it. Give me Sue. Give me Vea. Give me the Pi Kappa Alphas. That's my fraternity. Pi Kappa Alpha. Pi Kappa Alpha Beta Trapper. Yeah, whatever it is. No. Uh, but yes, fraternity life. Having two guys like this would always be a little easier walking into the opposing fraternity's building <laughs> for a sporting event, intramurals, or maybe just mixing it up and having a good wrestle for all good times. Aren't those guys making you do atomic sit-ups or something? No, 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 no. Not in my fraternity. <laughs> yeah, right. We did, we did, no, no. We did community service. Did you? you yes. did soup kitchens? No, sure no, did. That's Nick, it. who do you want to pledge with? All right, so if I was pledging uh, my beloved fraternity, Tri, tri Kappa Te- Kega. Uh, tri tri Tappa Kega? Yeah. Oh, that's great. I would go with these party guys here. <laughs> Rex Ryan and Joe Namath. Rex Ryan, unbelievable, loves to have a great time. He will fight for you. Yep. Without a doubt, he'll throw a fist. And Joe Namath, I mean... Willie, come on now, please. Come on now. He is the guy. Fur coat, Mm fun. Rico Suave coming in. Mm -hmm. Like you can't stop that action. Spring formal. He's great. Oh, he'd be unbelievable. (laughs) That is my. Those are my two guys. I would have loved to have them join us. It would have been fantastic. It would have been beautiful. Try what is it? Try Tapa Kega. Okay. Yeah. Joe shows up with mm-hmm. the classy plastic bottle of the pop off, and like then you know, <laughs> that's how you know he's the cool brother. All right. This might. Sh- I I was in a fraternity in college. No. Yes. No. I was the president of the fraternity. I'm going to go against type, and I knew that we had a hell week. And what you wanted to do more than anything was just shut the hell up, keep your mouth closed, and be tough. Give me these two guys. Give me Fields and Robinson. Don't speak. Just take your medicine. Be tough. Take the hits. We'll get through this. We went to some places. We we went to some difficult, difficult places that probably would get my university in trouble if I even brought it up right now. It was a different time back in the late 90s. So I want these guys who are two of maybe the toughest players mentally and physically that we have seen on the field this year with what they're going through. The hazing that they've taken, sometimes um, by the opponents, sometimes by their coaches, sometimes by the officials. And I just respect the hell out of them. The best pledge is the ones that shut up, recite the uh, the sacred scrolls of the fraternity <laughs> before the match burns their fingers off. I'm sorry. That's what I would say for the Bears. <sighs> what? Flashbacks. Flashbacks. We used to have to do a thing called sugar cookies. I can't even get into it. Uh, but Did these it make you the it. man you are today? No. <laughs> it made me the jerk I am today, though. And that's yeah. what I'm proud of. Hey, uh, sorority I, or no? No. No? Too cool. No? Um, question. Uh, who came up with this question? Where did this? Who? I would just love to know the inception. And by the way, I'm not. I was joking about too cool, but I wasn't in a sorority. I couldn't afford it. Um, we we are the masters of anniversaries on this. We any anniversary that's ever happened. I think who we just look up the date. This? Probably David Ziplow. Nick, welcome to the breakfast table. We're actually going to be talking about the Jets in this very first story in my news hit. As a matter of fact, earlier this week, Jets head coach Robert Sala saying that rookie quarterback Zach Wilson was actually trending in the right direction when it comes to his knee injury. But apparently... Uh, he's not there just yet. So that means another week of, yes, Mike White, or should I say Mike Ethan White. Sala announcing Wednesday that White will start Sunday 
against the Bills. The recently acquired Joe Flacco will serve as White's backup. Week 8 winner of Angry Runs, Chris Godwin joins the Bucks list of injured receivers. Godwin did not practice Wednesday and was added to the injury list as he deals with a foot injury. Also still not practicing for Tampa is tied in Rob Gronkowski and wide receiver Antonio Brown. Now, despite all the injuries at the receiving core, don't include the Buccaneers on the list of teams that are in the market for Odell Beckham Jr., According to NFL Network's Ian Rappaport and Kim Jones, the free agent receiver expected to take a few days to make a decision on his future, but head coach Bruce Arians saying he won't be landing in Tampa. No. no. Too many letters. I already got AB. I don't need OBJ. All right, so FWIW, no IBJ, NTB for B-A-A-S-A-P-I-M-H-O-S-M-H. Okay, guys? Nice. S, sorry, I'm not going to do that. Thank you so much. <laughs> See you later. Bye, Will. We'll talk to you in a bit. Uh, last week was Upset City. I don't need to spell it out. Teams like the Rams, the Bills, the Cowboys, the Saints all took L's, but it is a new week, another opportunity for these squads to get back on track for the second half. Kyle, what team are you willing to put your name on? We'll bounce back and turn it around this week. I'll put my name on it right now. It's going to be the Los Angeles Rams. That was a crazy thing that happened against the Tennessee Titans. You know what a skunking is? You play your friend in ping pong and you get up 8 nothing. It's called a skunk. You cancel the game right away, even though you're playing to 21. They got skunked in this game. Stafford said it himself. I basically gave them 14 points. It's two of the worst plays that Stafford's made in years. He knows that. It's an anomaly. You can't stop Cooper Cup. I still believe in the Rams. They got skunked, but they will not get beat this weekend. I'm going to go back two weeks. The last time we saw the Buccaneers, they got destroyed by the Saints and Trevor Simeon right. and, mm-hmm. and Alex Arma Jr. scoring touchdowns. I feel like Brady's been festering. Brady's been waiting. Brady's been sizzling. And I know you've seen this, Nick Mangold, in your career with the Jets. You don't want an angry Tom Brady, and you certainly don't want an angry Tom Brady coming off a bye. They play Washington. Watch out. I feel like the Bucs are going to come out, and they're going to light it up and say, hey, no, 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 no. We are the kings of the NFC, and we're the kings of the NFL. Here we come. Oh, uh, an angry Tom Brady is not a fun time. Right? <laughs> For my team, I'm going with uh, the Dallas Cowboys. You know, I think the Broncos game, uh, you know, you, you put that behind you. You move on. You know that you have a great defense. Uh, Dak Prescott. Just needs to play a little bit better, and they'd be fine. They're going to do great. It's it's going to be a bounce back game. They're going to dominate. I have no qualms in picking that. I'm very confident. Atlanta's won a couple games here. Wow, it's the Falcons. Please, <laughs> <laughs> look at the Bills. Uh, the Bills offensively. Borderline, I'm going to say lifeless the past two weeks. They really have been very lackluster, very out of rhythm, out of sync. And if you look at this, don't let this 26 to 11 score against the Dolphins fool you because this team had three points with four minutes left Mm -hmm. in the third quarter and tacked on some points late. They followed it up with just six points last week and they lost to the Jaguars. Find your rhythm. The best thing to do in this situation, if you're feeling a little off, you look at the schedule and you have a team that is struggling called the Jets. Sorry, Nick. I'm sitting right here. I love you, Nick, but you know it's true. It's a get right game. I'm sitting right here. Uh, and I think that this offense can regain its confidence up against a team that is missing their best player, Marcus May. Not happy right now. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, 
you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Lots of fun games this weekend. Baker Mayfield and the Browns going to Foxborough Sunday to take on Mac Jones and the Patriots. Both teams coming off big week nine wins, both very interesting. And we've got Mike Giardi to break down the matchup. Mike. What's that saying? Find someone who loves you the way Bill Belichick loves, well, in this case, Miles Garrett. He raved about the defensive end for the Browns in advance of their game on Sunday at Gillette Stadium. He said he's powerful. He's explosive. He's got speed. He's got quickness. You can't fool him. Basically, there's nothing Miles Garrett can't do. And the Patriots have had a hard time at left tackle this season. In fact, they've stabilized their offensive line. That's been the one spot that's been an issue. Garrett, 14 sacks, eight quarterback hits. 26 hurries, this according to Pro Football Focus. Isaiah Wynn is on that left side. However, some news. Trent Brown, their right tackle to start the year, played just seven snaps before hurting his calf, was back at practice. He played for the Patriots at left tackle in 2018. He was fantastic. Perhaps, when healthy, he slides into left tackle. Just don't know if it'll be that this week against Miles Garrett. Mike Giardi shot out of an absolute cannon this morning. Like, like maybe get some decaf in your system once in a while. All right, great stuff from Mike. And it is exciting because the AFC is all tied up. High stakes for both squads. They each sit at five and four. They're in the midst of a five-way tie, mm. which is so fun in the AFC playoff picture. Who would a win be more meaningful for in this game, Browns or Pats? You know, Kay, it's funny because the the Patriots are this red-hot team and we think of Belichick and you think of McDaniels. But the Browns are the team that went to the playoffs last year and the Browns are the team that have the actual experience with this group of, like, going to that big game and winning that big game. I don't know if the Patriots... The Browns need to beat the Patriots this Mm. weekend. The Browns need to say, hey, the Odell situation, that doesn't define us. We dealt with that last week and we won 41-16 to over the Bengals. And now this is an opportunity for us to go take care of business against a team that we should beat. Baker Mayfield, a lot of eyes on this guy. Mm -hmm. We always talk about him here on this show. 
There are people who are fans of it. Go and win this game. Beat a rookie quarterback. Go have your day. And then the Browns are 6-4, and four, and they're primed for that playoff run. To me, this is one of those deals where I know it's in New England. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are looking at the banners and the jerseys sure. and the pictures of mm-hmm. the late and the coaches and whatever. Hey, Cleveland, go win a big game. Mm-hmm. Go do it, Baker. Who does it mean mm-hmm. more for? It means more, I believe, for the Browns. And because of the history, like you said, of New England. You see the banners. You see the players. You see Bill Belichick. And you come in there and you say, listen, we belong in this AFC discussion. We belong here. We need to knock off the long-time AFC champion. And so that's what they need to go in. they got to play great defense, you know, get after this rookie quarterback, which I think they can. You know, Bill Belichick talking about Miles Garrett kind of puts a little radar on him. I think they're going to have something planned up for him, a lot of chips and everything, uh, just because he did talk to him, talked about him. But I think that he's still going to shine in that defense. Go the other way. Imagine if the Patriots win this game. That's what I'm saying. Imagine if they win like 37 to 20. Yeah. And it's like now they've won four in a row. Yeah. It's getting dark really early. Five out of six. You know, it's cold now. The Patriots are back. Um, they haven't really beaten anybody that impressive. They have rolled off some wins, but like this is the one. This is not a fluke. This is not a cute storyline. If they do this with a rookie quarterback and start reeling off wins, because I'm always looking at the, the the wide view of it. 100%. Of the Belichick thing, of the Belichick post-Brady. Mac Jones didn't hand any of those banners in that stadium. He had nothing to do with it. Nothing. If Belichick gets to the playoffs year two post-Brady, if Belichick wins the East year two post-Brady with a rookie, God, that's a whole different chapter in the book. This is so meaningful. So, sure, the Browns, fine, they're good. I think they need it, too. I think the ramifications of the Patriots winning this thing is like they can win the whole AFC East. They can win they some can playoff win the AFC. Talk about it. Is that why I don't. Ah, I get fired up for it. I think if it'd be bigger Browns for them. If the Browns beat the Patriots in Foxborough, you're still not looking at the Browns differently. Like if they lo- if they win rather, if they beat the pa- it's like okay, well you're the AFC is still really tough and it's still a gauntlet. Your own division's a mess. So like, I don't I wouldn't be like this strong takeaway. But winning five out of six, starting the year one and three, everybody putting a bow mm-hmm. on Belichick and company and wrapping them. I would just look at the Patriots like way differently if they pull yeah. this one out again. They have a good record one. and they like you know they beat the Jets and the Panthers and they beat the Chargers. But I I think the Browns handled the Odell thing last week. I think that was the answer to Odell is people's Jones long. I don't think that's a story for them this week. I think it's Patriots. I also think the Patriots' losses were important. They yeah. lost but played great against Tampa. They lost mm-hmm. but played great against Dallas. Like, those were confidence builders where, hey, second half of the season, we've been in these close games. We've been in this. They, they haven't been great at home. They've got one win at home and it's mm-hmm. been over your team, mm-hmm. the Jets. Um, I think they can beat the Browns, but yeah. gosh, if Baker can put this in his back pocket and sure. his resume and be sure. like, guys, I just did that. Matt Jones on the road, undefeated. He's a little, good little rookie on the road, but he gets to be at home. And if they win, the Patriots, they'll be right back in the thick of it with the Bills. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. 
until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Game day in the National Football League. We got Dolphins, Ravens tonight. It's just a matter of hours right here on the Niffle. So we like to call our shot. Some shots before the big game. Nick Mangold, shout out a Columbus, Ohio bar that you might have shot at. I think they're all closed now. Okay, good. Okay, good. Yeah. Thanks. Nice. Uh, probably because of me. That's right. Okay. <laughs> yep. Close them down. Nick, we don't mm-hmm. mind Not that Not one all. bar. You can't think of one. Yeah. I think they all closed down. What was yours? Uh, I went to the Nassau Inn, okay. and I would do all kinds. Peter, what was yours? Maggie's. Maggie's, Adams. I bartended at Willie's Pub and Pool, baby. Willie's yeah. Pub and Pool. Peter, you want to call a shot for tonight? Yeah, so I've had a long history with a rookie in this league, a player on the Ravens, who is a defensive end and a pass rush demon. His name is Odafe Owe. Nice. Odafe Owe. You're all grown up. I have mispronounced his name over a hundred times on this very show. Whose name? Odafe Owe? No, no. Odafe Owe. (laughs) Yes. Joe Buck is a pro. My prediction is that not only does he have two sacks, but Joe Buck seamlessly pronounces his name correctly, does not call him Owe, does not call him Odafe, and does not mess up his name. Odafe Owe will have two sacks, and Joe Buck will nail the pronunciation. My call tonight. What do you think, Nick? Love it. All right, I'm going. I want the Ravens to run the ball, but listen, it's prime time. Lamar's going to go off. All right? So we're getting three touchdown passes out of Lamar. Okay. It's going to be fantastic. He's going to be slinging the rock. He's going to show that they don't have to run the ball to win. We all want him to jump out and win from the get-go, not come from behind. I think they'll do that by throwing three touchdown passes. Ooh, I just love that Rashad Bateman's going to get some primetime love. One of those three touchdown passes you're talking about will go to Rashad, who doesn't have one. He hasn't had his first career touchdown yet, but he's been so good. This is kind of wild. He's fourth on the team in receiving despite playing just three games. He's played three games all year. He's been great since coming back from injury. I say he scores his first touchdown. I can't wait for the nation to see it. Ooh, that'll be electric. Uh, We all owe a debt of gratitude to Troy Aikman, who'll be on the call tonight, who I believe watches the show every single morning. So hello, Troy. I think he watches on the exercise bike. Troy, I don't know if you're a Kendall Tool guy. I'm part of the tool shed. If you are, I respect it. I think that Troy Aikman will uh, hype Pat Ricard tonight, exactly who's the fullback of the Baltimore Ravens. And when he does, he will specifically mention Peter Strager's breakdown of Pat Ricard on Good Morning Football by show name and by host name. Peter, you hyped him earlier in the week. Yeah, Pat Ricard is a fullback, and on their big drive down 24 to 10, they went to Ricard three different times, and he scored the touchdown. 
Troy respects Good Morning Football. I know he respects Yeah, Bill Peter Schrager was hyping him up on Good Morning Football. It's going to be great. Troy's huh? on a bike looking badass and Kurt Warner's with jazzercising. <laughs> why, why are those the images you give <laughs> Kurt's all resistance bands and leg warmers. And Troy has got a 50-pound dumbbell over his head. There's an football countdown now. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.